This is Ross Coulthard, and you are listening to That UFO Podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome back to That UFO Podcast. My name is Andy, and my guest on the show today is the US Representative for Tennessee, who is sitting on the House Oversight Committee about to hold UFO hearings on the 26th of July, Congressman Tim Burchett. Tim, welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir. We say Burchett, but I'll answer to anything, brother. We're good. Ah, uh, Burchett, thank you very much for connecting us. I've watched so many interviews of yours, and I think I hear it pronounced every other way. But, I know. Um, nobody gets it right. It doesn't matter most <laughs> of the time. I just figure what the You can't vote for me, so I, I'll just correct you. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what, 60% of the listeners uh, are based in the US, so some of them certainly will and can. But listen, thank you for your time, and big thank you to Rachel and Pruitt, who helped put this together. I know it's been delayed a few times. Uh, let's get straight into it, Tim. You're someone who has never had their own UFO sighting, but I know from a young age, you've had a keen interest in, in UFOs. Like myself, you took your bike to the local library, and you read books on the weird and wonderful. How did that interest carry on through your life to come to play such a prominent part in your political career? I think just the curiosity of, of God's great universe, man. You know, my parents were um, were educators. Daddy actually brought a, a, a microscope home from the Second World War, and uh, and uh, he, he was fought the Japanese, but it was actually a German, and I still have it on a shelf, a German microscope, and I can remember looking at uh, paramecium and other things under the microscope and just, just how, I mean, you know, it continues today. I just, um, you know, I've got a farm it's, it's organic. We don't use any chemicals and, you know, we got a couple of horses and some grass, but I, I really am just a fan of, of the universe and the unknown. You know, they, those books were out on a shelf. I'm sure you, you were similar deal. Kids don't even look at books anymore. They just look on the computer, which is, mm. which is pretty, still pretty cool, but they had all these books out, you know, there was one on Bigfoot and there was on a couple other things and the unknown and there was one on UFOs and it just, I was, you know, I was just, uh, it just intrigued me. And then I read about Roswell, New Mexico and, and, um, you know, the military intelligence releases, we've captured a saucer. And then the next day they say, Oh no, that was a, that was a weather balloon. You know, I mean, even as a kid, I didn't believe that. And then as later, in life, you know, I'm, I have a truck and trailer business. I'm college educated, but I had a truck and trailer business. And, um, I was putting the trailer hitch on a guy's and he was from New Mexico. And I remember he was, he was, it was on the back of his old Jeep and I was putting a trailer hitch on it. And I, and I called him into the shop and I was, cause I saw his license plate said New Mexico. And I asked him, I said, you ever heard of Roswell? And he goes, as a matter of fact, he said, he was an older guy. And he said, my father was, um, was uh, at the Air Corps base there. See, it was back before it was the Air Force, it was the Air Corps. And uh, later it became the Air, Air Force. And um, and the mayor's perked up because he said Air Corps, and I figured he had some some information there. And he said, as a matter of fact, and he described it, he said it was, um, we all were told that it was a mid-air collision and the craft that, that Farmer Braswell or whoever his name was that found it, um, you know, that was one that it hit and then the other one went somewhere else. I don't know. But, um, and just the, you know, the, the people that he talked about, there wasn't any reason for him to lie, you know, and that always stuck in my mind. And then I'm walking down the street in Washington and we're, they're, t they're talking about this UFO report going to come out. And I, 
and I've watched the television shows and everybody talking about it, you know, how it's big, you know, ancient aliens and all this stuff. Well, TMZ of all people said, hey, Congressman, what do you think about this? And I said, brother, I said, more people believe in UFOs than believe in Congress. And that's basically all I said. I said, it's going to be a cover up. It's going to be Swiss cheese. The, the report's going to look like Swiss cheese. I ended up putting that slogan on T-shirts on my website and we sell them, which is kind of crazy. But and then so I, all of a sudden people started calling me, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I, you know, and so I, I, I'd read a lot on the issue and on the topic and it didn't. And I, as, as a Christian, I, I, I just don't believe we're the best that God can do. You know, and I, Ezekiel saw the wheel. First chapter of Ezekiel in the Bible is, is, is a pretty good story. And it, although it's translated into King James from, I think, Aramaic, I believe, but it's um, it pretty much describes what you and I would call the classic UFO, a wheel within a wheel kind of thing, mm -hmm. a cylinder uh, uh, circular with a round top. And of course, wheel a wheel is the um, is you know is the highest of technology uh, that they had then. Really, I mean, you know, that was it. Everything was wheel based. You know, whether you had pulley system or whatever, or, or cart pulling your ox or whatever. And so, um, uh, you know, and I walk out every night and I look at the stars and I and God's great universe and I think of. And my dogs always have to go to the bathroom about 4.30 in the morning. They never want to go at 11 or 10 or something. Mm. It's always 4.30. And I hear them Buzz and Charlie and Roscoe. They're all scratching on the door and they're one out. And, my, and so uh, I'm taking an atomic bomb to wake my wife up, I think. But I hear them. And so I'm up and I'm looking out there at those stars. And, I, and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, the, the, the light from those stars literally left there before the time of Christ. I mean, that, that is the vastness of God's great universe. And so fast forward, you know, I'm talking to Navy pilots. I'm looking at these Tic Tac videos and, and I go to um, the hearing thinking I'm a little open-minded. I think maybe that the intelligence committee is going to be going to do what's right. And they bring these two cats out there that are going to be in charge of it, investigating it or whatever have been, you know, they couldn't even spell UFO. <laughs> they couldn't, or UAP or whatever. I think UAP is a distraction, actually. I think it should always be just UFOs. But, um, you know, and I've seen the Tic Tac videos. And one of the guys, one of the pilots who was actually involved in some of those videos was in the audience, but was not, he wasn't allowed even to come in. He had to, yeah. he had to get in with uh, press credentials. And so, you know, I'm walking and, and I was supposed to ask a question and then, I was kind of moving over towards that way. I was the only congressman there who was not a who was not a member of the committee. It was the intelligence committee, which is generally secret, but they had their one open meeting, you know, like an open house or something at the mm -hmm. fire hall. And and then I was told I wasn't going to, in fact, ask ask a question because I was going to rip it wide open. I was so ticked off. The pictures they showed were just were lame. You know, it wasn't anything. And you know, and I've had so many people defense related folks, pilots come tell me I've been briefed in secret. I mean, in the, you know, in the skiffs, you know, where you're not allowed to take any electronic stuff. And, and then they, they, they turn us away um, when they're telling us they're going to let somebody brief us. And then we have to play this political theater and we always end up getting something, but they, you know, it, and it, it just disgusts me, dude. It's just a cover up, And it, um, Give us the information. We can handle it. Let's go. Well, as we record this, we're less than seven days from the House Oversight Committee's open hearing on the 26th of July. 
how are things shaping up? And given what you've said there, you've got that frustration from from only a few months ago. Are you carrying that frustration in with you this time? And are you well armed to to have those conversations now and you know in front of a live audience? Yeah, it's going to be live. It's not going to be anything confidential because that just breeds more mistrust, and it mm-hmm. should. You know, they won't even release the Kennedy files. John F. Kennedy getting assassinated. Nobody's even alive in those files. It's it's, it's 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 ridiculous. It's about power. It's about corruption. It's about greed. All those things that run Washington D.C. And this is part of it. Um, we've had a lot of blowback. You know, NASA pulled out. One of our witnesses apparently got some pressure from the Pentagon. We were told. Um, I had an amendment on a bill to say that if an airline commercial airline pilot saw something, if they were to report it to Congress. They blocked it. You know, if if they tell us there's no UFOs and then they don't allow this stuff, then it's pretty obvious that there are UFOs and there's a, there's a reason they're not telling us this stuff. So it's it's to me it's um it's ridiculous and and we just need some transparency. This hearing isn't we're gonna bring in a saucer or any little green man or anything like that. It's gonna be about just the facts. People that these these are verifiable witnesses they have nothing to gain and everything to lose uh, you say nasa was one you wanted involved and they they have since pulled out and i wonder has anyone else been contacted to testify but since not been able to or pulled out because of pressure yeah we had a witness that, that backed out because of um we um, we were told pressure from the um from the pentagon and you know i've i've received you know, basically the brush off from some powerful members up here. But Speaker McCarthy kept his word and Chairman Comer kept his word. I went to them early on, said that we need a hearing on this. And they said, in fact, it will happen. So it is happening. And, and honestly, if they if they shut me down, brother, we're going to have a field hearing in East Knox County, right at my farm. I'll put it out there. My wife and daughter will grill hamburgers and hot dogs. We'll invite all the press there. We'll just do it right there in my front yard because I don't care. I'm over it. Well, more and more, we are hearing that private aerospace can hold the key to a lot of this exotic technology. What yeah. what can you and your colleagues do to really put the pressure on huge corporate entities like that? Well, I think people ought to start looking at people's financial disclosures that are that are helping block this. Um, let's look at their financial disclosures. Let's see who the big boys are that are playing in our sandbox. And, um, and maybe this Congress will get enough guts and it's both parties are gutless. They just, you know, they, they ring the, the cash, the cash bell and they all come running. Let's, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's, let's, let's throw those shackles off and let me see what the heck's going on. And, you hear a lot of people say, Tim, that the cat's out of the bag now. The toothpaste can't go back into the tube. But as someone like yourself in a privileged and empowered position, do you think those that have been in charge of this cover-up for decades now do have the capabilities to make this go away again from the public? Absolutely. It's like Roswell 47, dude. Headline, we've recovered saucer. Next day, hot air balloon. You know, Americans, and I'm guilty of this too, we want our pizzas in 30 minutes or less, and that's about our attention span, and they get it. But they're smelling dollars now, and here's the problem. The Pentagon's smelling dollars. You know, They lose over a billion dollars a year in audits, and nobody quite. We don't have the guts, either party. Nobody's got the guts. I've been raising the hell about it, but nobody listens. Um, 
you know, they're smelling dollars and they see that 55 to 57% of the people believe there's something else out there. There's extraterrestrials or something, or we've recovered craft or whatever. And they see that the American public could stomach us spending some money researching it. More goes into their bogus research. I don't want to give them another dollar. I wouldn't give them another red cent. And what we need to do is turn loose of those files, unredacted. Let us see the pictures. Let us see the films that people say that are out there release them and stop with all the nonsense. Some of the folks that have uh, lived and filmed this material and footage would be Commander David Fravor, Alex Dietrich. They had a wonderful piece on 60 Minutes now some time ago. That had an impact, but not a lasting one in the mainstream. And I wonder what more can pilots like these and, and Ryan Graves and others, what can they do in these types of hearings to really capture the imagination of the public in a permanent way? I think they've done enough. They can just continue to tell the truth. Let's start putting the pressure on our congressmen and women to, 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 to let's get to the bottom of this, release the files, start doing FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act. We, that's a pretty strong thing here in this country. The press, the mainstream media needs to get out of bed with these uh, industrial war complex folks and start listening to the people. And I, if, and generally, you know, you get a few calls from back home, you're going to start pushing it. And that's the problem. People are not getting pushes from back home. You know, I'm, I'm catching hell for it. And the other members are too. So, I mean, I get it, but I don't care. I'm ready to go. I want to see this stuff. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the arrogance, the corruption. Um, it's about big business, obviously. I mean, you know, if, imagine, just imagine how it would set this world, its economy on edge if this energy source that, that we could figure out a way if these things do not have a heat trail can travel at these incredible speeds. Imagine what that would do to our energy complex. We wouldn't have wars. We wouldn't be over in the Middle East. We wouldn't be fighting over this oil. We could just, we could produce it. We could light the world. We could refrigerate, you know, you wouldn't worry about global warming, all this stuff, because we wouldn't be, if that's in, in fact, what causes it. Um, so just imagine the people that would put out a business and, you know, they would have to start answering to us that that should be the ultimate goal is in, in this, in this whole thing. Um, because if they keep that suppressed, we're, we're going to be fighting these worthless wars. Our boys and girls are going to be going overseas for who knows what. And it, and it just, it'll never end. I'd love to know who for you or which type of individuals would be an, an all-star lineup to get in front of these hearings? The people that were, they're going to be there. It will be an all-star lineup. And, and you're, uh, ha you're happy with the individuals that are going to be there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Short of somebody walking in there with a, undisputable picture of a saucer or telling or showing us where one is and we go look at it short of that. I think we're going to, um, this is a start. I mean, this isn't, you know, this isn't some end all to end all we're, we're legitimatizing it. And we're going to ask some tough questions about, you know, why, why don't we have this information? Why? And, and the harassment that these gentlemen have received because you, you know, a fella or a lady pilot in the military sees something like this. I've talked to pilots who destroyed, literally destroyed the footage of whatever that was they were chasing or whatever proof it was. 
um, because they were, um, they know when they get back, there's no whistleblower protection, you know, from the military intelligence. I always, military intelligence is like congressional ethics, brother. It does not exist. It's just, a, you know, it's a, a myth. And, uh, you know, it, these folks are literally threatened almost. They're interrogated for eight hours. They get a blemish on their record. They're pulled off the flight line. They can lose money and they're not paid a whole hell of a lot. And, you know, and to think that they're, they're up there in a $50 million aircraft plus, and, and, and I don't give a dime, of, uh, I don't give a rip about, about the, uh, the cost of the aircraft, but the, but the actual people that are in it and they've had literally documented near misses. And, you know, there's something in our airspace that we don't control. That's, that's, that, that, that's pretty strong, brother. We need to be finding out what's going on. Do you think if you manage to get conclusive proof of a non-human intelligence out there to the American and worldwide public, that that same public would care about the decades-long cover-up, or do you think they would move on from that point? Say that again. Do you think if you manage to get the proof out there to the American public and the worldwide public that there was a non-human intelligence, you know, we've got the, the ET on the White House lawn, so to speak, do you think they would care that there had been a 75 plus year cover up? Or I think, does they, that... would. I think yeah. they would. I mean, I, eventually they'd say, hey, great, we got this great technology, going to free up a lot of stuff. But ultimately, I think they'd say, why in the world are y'all doing this? And maybe they'd start. Maybe we'd get better than 22% of the people go to the polls. And I wonder if this or future hearings achieve the goal of getting that information out to the American public, what would the next steps be? I think what's going to happen is this is going to light the fuse. We're going to have a lot of people start coming out. And, uh, and this is a, uh, you know, the UFO community is, is kind of a cottage industry. There's a few few people that are involved in it. And this is going to give people the courage to come out. You know, there's people in my community that are educated, career people that have contacted me about this. People that have had sightings as, as when they were in the military and just went on what went on. And it's very similar to a lot of the other stories that I've heard. And they almost coincide some of them, the dates coincide, literally. These people don't, I mean, from people from all over the country kind of things that they didn't have, they, they don't know each other. And uh, I think you're going to see a lot more people coming forward with this. I think we are lighting the fuse on this thing. Well, what I'd love to do is someone else who has definitely helped light the fuse is joining us now. Tim, uh, you'll know him. You've just appeared on uh, Weaponized Podcast with George Knapp. And this is Mr. Jeremy Corbell. Jeremy, if you want to put your camera on as well for the YouTube viewers, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Hey, good, guys. How are you doing? Hey, Jeremy. Great to see you, brother. Hey, Rep. Good to see Jeremy, you. thank you very much for joining on so late notice. It's been a it's been a bit of a crazy hectic day, but you've been working hard. Uh, you'll be heading over to DC as well, haven't you? And and obviously you're you're backing Tim and what they're trying to do there in Congress. Yeah. So first of all, just thank you, Andy. You know, you're really your podcast is really pushing the edge, and I really appreciate that. And Representative Tim, you are a warrior for UFO transparency. I I, I really. You have so many people that appreciate what you're doing. You've made this bipartisan. I know what you've set up. 
I've been part of that, but I know what you've done. So we want to thank you so much for that. This thank is a first, man. Andy. This is a first, right? It, it, it's historic. So no bureaucrats. This is direct firsthand witnesses. This is different than anything that's ever come before. I have a question for you, uh, Representative Tim, if you don't mind. You got it, brother. If you just quit calling me representative, how about just Tim? Okay, Tim. So check this out. I know we've been working hard. You are doing your best. I heard that Representative Carson, who did set up the first UFO hearings in 50 years, he was concerned that this hearing might trivialize the matter. I want to hear from you. Is, is what we're doing going to trivialize the matter of UFOs? No, I think it's going to solidify it in the American people's minds that there is something else out there and that it, it has been covered up and that I think we, we, we want transparency, brother. I want, I want to know the truth. And I think you do too, whether, you know, the Tic Tacs are, are, are um, reverse engineered or if they're actually aliens flying those, where did we get that information? I want to know about these pilots, their backgrounds. I want the American public to know these people. These are American patriots and heroes. And, um, and they should not, and you know, it doesn't mean a lot that somebody serves their country in Washington, DC, but I'll tell you back in Tennessee, it means a whole hell of a lot. You know, my daddy fought uh, in the Pacific, the Japanese. My mama flew an airplane during the Second World War. She lost a brother fighting the Nazis. Um, uh, you know, I, it, it go, in my, you know, it just goes deep with my family. And to think that we've got people in this government that are that are covering this up to me is is beyond belief. But but since I've been up here in Washington, I believe it more every day. I just believe it more every day. And I appreciate you, Jeremy. I appreciate you, brother. You've been a, you've been a, you've been in the trenches for a long time and I hope you get your just praises on this thing. But I, you know, I, I've been talking to our members and it is bipartisan. Um, what's my Democrat buddy's name who's helping? Moskowitz. Yeah. Jared Moskowitz. I think I said his name right. I don't know. I'm tired. It's been a long day. He's out of Florida and he's a dynamite attorney. He's a sharp dresser. But he is God has given him an incredible brain, and he um, and I dig him because first thing he said was, "This is not going to be partisan, is it?" I said, "Absolutely not. It is completely bipartisan." And hopefully, we get a lot of congressmen in here of different backgrounds asking questions. And I and I'm talking too long. I'm going to ram ram. I'll let Jeremy talk. But it's interesting that you know I'm in prayer group um, with this with a fellow. We're in this little conservative group. And this morning, he tells me about an incident that happened to him when he was in the military years ago in the Merchant Marines. Um, and, you know, it's every day somebody in Congress comes up to me and says, in fact, that they saw something and that, you know, a lot of times they were just afraid to say anything. And that's a buddy of mine called me. I've known him for 30 years. Uh, we worked together in Nashville. He sell me on some issue. I always know when ancient aliens is on because people start asking me about, you know, my when they one episode. I've never even seen it myself. And um, uh, and he, you know, a fellow told me about an incident that happened to him in the Navy. And it was just, it was really compelling because later stages in life, there's no reason for him to tell this story or no reason for him to lie. And so, um, you know, You've heard these stories so many times, Jeremy, I won't bore you with them all, but it's just, to me, uh, I just want to get to the bottom of it. I think transparency in the media needs to, I'm hoping the legacy media and the rest of them,
push for transparency. I just oh. want those reports. I want the files. I want Gordon Cooper's film that he took. They took um, of an of a of a flying saucer literally landing. A guy. I mean, there's a guy that's a badass. Why would he? You know, that guy could. I don't know if he drank beer or not. I don't drink beer. But if he walked into a beer joint anywhere in the world and somebody'd say, "Man, you're Gordo Cooper. Let me buy you a beer." You know, why would he lie? about a freaking flying saucer. You know, he wouldn't, he would yeah. not. And yeah. I submit to you that what he, he said, they took the, the film, they came and got it at right from Wright Patterson, calls the next day, they don't know what he's talking about. You know, and it wasn't, it was the days before cell phones and computers and everything. So um, let's, let's turn loose some of this stuff. American public needs, to, the world needs to know, not just the American public, the world. So yeah. sorry I rambled. No, no, you're, you're talking about a very important case. So people that don't know, Gordon Cooper served our country, was an astronaut amongst many other positions that he had. And, and he did himself see the footage of a UFO that landed and he passed it on and that footage disappeared. He actually looked at it and they're like, it just disappeared. And you're right to hunt for that kind of thing. Tim, and I'm really excited you know about that. Now, you've taken a lot of slings and arrows, so welcome to the world of UFO land. I mean, this is now heating up, and people are trying to discredit you as a person. They're trying to discredit the witnesses preemptively. You know, So all these slings and arrows, I am sure that you are used to it, but something a little bit more nefarious. There seems to be a war on words right now of extraterrestrial, non-human, or unknown. And this is coming from the press offices of the Pentagon. So what I want to know from you, Tim, is do you trust this process? Do you trust Arrow? Because witnesses are calling me in spades saying, Jeremy, we've been talking for a long time. Can I trust the Pentagon? Can I trust Arrow? Or do you feel what you're doing is going to almost bypass that and it'll be through journalists or through coming to people like you. How are we going to get this done? And do you trust Arrow? Because this war on words is serious, Tim, and you I, know that. I would not trust the Pentagon as far as I could throw them, Jeremy. I would not trust them at all. They lose over a billion dollars a year and they basically laugh at the American taxpayers when we audit them. They have not passed an audit since they started auditing. Name me one other government bureaucracy that could do that. And, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans are in bed. You look at the all the industry that gives to these folks that just keep voting for more and more of your grand, great grandkids money. This is why I dig this system, because we're going to we're going to knock something loose. Somebody's going to walk out of one of these labs with undeniable proof, either a, either vid video and they're going to be just like the Tic Tac videos are going to say they don't exist. It's a fake. And they put them out. And they put them out and they say, oh, those are fake. And then they come out later and say, well, they're real. You know, that's what's going to happen. But the beauty of the Internet, they can block it. You know, that's what I told my wife, honey. My biggest fear is, you know, they find me and say I committed suicide and I got 15 bullet holes in the back of my head. You know, I mean, that that's 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 a real thought in some of these guys minds. And I would hope that they could get something out, get something to, to some folks like yourself or me and put it out and let's go, let's, let's, let's rock and roll. I'm ready. I, I, somebody's got to walk out of one of these labs with something. And I hope something like one of these committees gives them the courage. 
Absolutely. So, so Andy, I, I want to ask you too. I know this is your podcast. Thank you for having me on. Uh, so Tim, two questions and maybe Andy hear from you. I'm just curious. One is very specific um, and it, it's uh, a, about some shoot downs. But first, what do you think witnesses should do? Should they come to journalists like me, to representatives like you who are accessible is that what witnesses should do rather than going through the arrow process? What should they do? I, I, I feel more comfortable. They came to you, Andrew, or you, Jeremy, one of the two of y'all, because, uh, I mean, I'd like to know about it. I'm sure y'all would be kind enough to share it with me. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, you, you guys could get it out in, you know, if you send it to me through a government computer, I, it'd be suspect, you know, it would, it would be questionable whether I could do anything with it. And I'm, I'm not talking about anybody committing espionage or violating any treaties or anything, but some of these companies, I think it's gone so far past our government that it's, it's sort of hand in foot with some of these corrupt politicians or some of these multinational corporations that I hope someday somebody's conscience gets to them. Yeah. So the bigger Andy. the platform, yeah, the bigger the platform, the better for me. And, and you look at like weaponized Joe Rogan podcast sitting top of the charts on Spotify, weaponized top of the charts and the science chart. I think that's huge. You know, that's where I want to see these things going out. That That's where you get the credibility for me. And, and Andy, I mean, so your podcast, if you were given the footage that I think all representatives have been denied up till now, which is the footage of the shoot downs of whatever was shot down over Canada and Alaska, you would be able to put that out as a journalist. So I've got a question for you. Tim, which is that have you seen or been denied seeing the information, the visuals of the shoot downs over Alaska and over Canada, or did you see them? I haven't seen them. Um, we need to get together and, and, and so I can ask for specifics because that's, that's the way they get around people like me. Yeah. Um, you know, I cast a wide net and then they can, their lawyers can, can gut me with that kind of thing. I would, I would like to get some wording on that. I, I was denied footage or, well, we were told there was going to be footage and, um, and a secure briefing. And, uh, and that was very clear that it actually, uh, it was undeniable what it was. And, um, you could actually see the structure up close. And, and, um, and then when we got there, we were denied that. And then, they brought in the pilots and they, you know, and, and you can tell the, the spooks in the room, the CIA or whoever they were, were very nervous over, over what was, what they were saying to us. And, um, and I felt like maybe they were suppressed over what they could speak. And, um, and so that, that's the kind of thing we're, we're up against. I know what footage you were denied. I know what footage you were denied and it does exist. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to, um, Maybe you and I could get together and I could specifically uh, target some some areas of our government where I could do that. And, and you know, and, and the beauty of Congress is we're the checkbook of, of government. And we start pushing that. We start closing off the piggy bank and they'll come to the table. At, at what point? I don't know. But let's let's push that envelope. I'd be all about that, Jeremy. 
Well, listen, uh, Tim, I wish you the very best on the 26th of July and the days preceding, uh, and Representative Luna, who's also co-chairing, I believe. Uh, yes. Jeremy, I'd love to invite you back on for the aftermath, uh, we'll call it at the moment, of the hearings uh, very shortly afterwards, and we'll get your take on that if, that, if you would join me. After Tim's hearing, I will absolutely happily come on because I really think that he's going to open the floodgates on this. People will come forward because of what he and others are doing for this. So thank you guys so much, especially you, uh, Tim, for what you're doing. I will see you in DC with George Knapp. I can't wait till we can hear the names. I hear you have a press briefing tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time. I don't know if this podcast is coming out, but when are we going to learn the names? Immediately. Who's speaking? Yeah. You'll, you'll learn them tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, you're going to get them, brother. And, it's and that's yes. the, that's and the 21st, solid. 21st of July, 9 a.m. Eastern, yeah? 21st. 26th. I'm sorry. 26th. Oh, no, for the for the names, yeah. For the names, no, it'll be the 21st. Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. morning, yeah. Cool. Tomorrow's yeah. 21st. Yes, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm looking awesome. over here. Myself. I'm tired, dude. I've been in a mindless committee over mindless stuff for five hours. And uh, anyway, so, I, and I got my five minutes to ask my questions, but I haven't had any lunch and so lunch. So I'm, and it's supper time. So I'm about to have it. Enjoy. Listen, thank you very much for joining us. So last minute, thank you very much to everyone who helped us get this happen. And I will speak to you very soon. God bless.